Hello, hello. Welcome to the 18th installment of the Threadwork podcast. I am your host, Ross Kale, and I very much appreciate you choosing to listen. If this happens to be your first episode and you're unfamiliar with the podcast, then there's a fuller explanation in episode zero. But essentially, it's just an excuse to play brilliant music, talk about it a bit, sometimes talk to guests, and try and work out what it is that links together all these wonderful, disparate sounds. Seems like fun, right? At the time of recording, I am hunkered down in my room, radiator on, trying to ignore the freezing cold rain outside. It's the back end of November, autumn is giving way to winter, and to be honest, I just want to get into bed and hibernate. It's utterly miserable outside. It's not even just cold, where you can whack on a load of layers and get on with it. It's sheeting it down. That's sheeting. Double E. Get your minds out of the gutter. Seriously. Before I talk about this upcoming episode, just a word on what's been going on since the last instalment, number 17, which featured a conversation with Colleen Cosmo Murphy, founder of Classic Album Sundays. It was great to see how well received the episode was, and so if you've not already had a chance to listen, then I'd recommend it. And in a bit of an accidental link, I attended a Classic Album Sundays event here in Bristol on the weekend just gone. In fact, the whole Threadwork team attended. Producer Bod, Bettina, the uber-talented artist whose handiwork you can see in the Threadwork images, plus one of my oldest friends, Fred. And we all decamped to Bristol Spirits, which is a wonderful bar, restaurant, venue and general shrine to film, music, art and culture, to listen to the Beatles' White Album played in full on a top-notch hi-fi system. It was really quite the experience, the reverberations of which are still echoing around at the time of writing a few days later. As LPs go, the White Album is up there as one of my most influential and most listened to. In what must have looked incredibly pretentious, I was furiously scribbling notes throughout the playback, but I sort of needed to because when it comes to threads within the context of thread work, the podcast, I feel there are far more that originate from that album than I'd ever really considered prior to Sunday and all these connections and thoughts and links suddenly came into focus. Purely from a musical perspective, I think I've used about three or four tracks from the White Album in the relatively short time I've been doing the podcast, and when you consider that three of the 17 episodes were conversations with other people, and another one was an old mix CD repurposed from the early 2000s, then I've used those tracks in some 13 episodes. And the truth is, I've actively had to cull some from the shortlist of other episodes you could quite easily say that that simply speaks to a lack of breadth or imagination and that'd be hard to argue with on one level but I think there's more to it than that I just haven't quite gotten my hands around it all just yet so I think eventually I'll pull together perhaps a bonus episode that talks a bit more about the White Album because there's definitely something personally significant going on there and obviously the world is really crying out for my half-baked waffle on the subject Okay, that was a bit of a longer preamble than was originally intended, so I'll try and whip through the rest. This instalment of the podcast takes television as its theme, and what this means is that the music played is either overtly or obtusely related to television shows, or programmes if you're from the UK. And I don't know if my not explaining what the specific links are during the episode is annoying or not. As with all themes for the podcast, there's no particular point being made here. It's simply a way of hanging together a number of excellent pieces of music, but perhaps let me know if you feel strongly either way and I can relook at it all. Sound and vision do have more than just a fundamental physical link though. I'm a product of my generation, as we all are, to a greater or lesser extent, and having grown up in the VHS and cassette era, there's something very nostalgic for me about lo-fi, tape hiss, vaguely obscured sounding records. 
There are only a couple of examples in this episode, but it definitely taps into something, and so that whole lo-fi aesthetic is usually going to land pretty squarely for me. All right, Jesus, right, I need to wrap this up. Uh, you've been very patient. Thank you. Uh, please consider rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing Threadwork. It'd be just lovely if you could. Check out the episode notes for links to lots of different stuff, including a Spotify playlist of the music contained in this episode, and also links to purchase the music played in the episode. It'd be great if you were inspired to kick a couple of quid towards the artists whose work is on show here. There is no podcast without creators and labels involved, so show them some love if you're so inclined. I'm on Twitter, at Ross Kale, and Instagram, at Ross Kale underscore Threadwork, so get in touch there, or via the Threadwork website threadwork.net. But finally, and without further ado, here is installment 18 of the Threadwork podcast, television. Cheers.
out that goes Johnny Appleseed. He might pass by in the hour of need. There's a lot of souls drinking from the well, locked in a factory.
I learned, I've tried to share with people a lot about the history of black people. And when I got myself very aware of the history of black people, I found roots.
started this episode of the podcast with a track by Thundercats from back in 2011, For Love, I Come Your Friend, which is lifted from his The Golden Age of Apocalypse LP. The album was released on Threadwork favourite Flying Lotus's Brain Feeder label and was produced by him as well. I first came across this track when it was used in an end-of-year mix compilation pulled together by the All City label owners, and even though they only used an excerpt of it, it really captured my imagination with its harmonic bass parts and echoing effects of pianos before giving way to a storm of jazz drumming and virtuoso bass work. Unsurprisingly, I've since gone on to become a real follower of Thundercat's work. Following Thundercat was Johnny Appleseed by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros, taken from 2001's Global Agogo album, one of the few tracks in the episode that I became aware directly of from a television show, John from Cincinnati from 2007. Hot on its heels was the towering dub majesty of the revolutionary's Kunta Kinte version 1, and that version was lifted from the excellently titled Pressure Sounds comp Drum sound, more gems from the Channel One dub room, 1974 to 1980. And continuing the Roots Association is the Black Beatnits version of Ted Patterson's Blackbone project from back in 2000, released on the Black Vinyl label. For me, it's a beautiful example of elegant percussive house music, deep, hypnotic, and timeless. I 
we're listening to the dreamy sounds of Art of Noises interpretation of Robinson Crusoe, lifted from their 1990 released compilation, The Ambient Collection. Initially, I wasn't intending to play this version of the track. I was looking for a copy of Robert Mellon's original, but I simply couldn't find one of sufficient quality to play. But actually, in the context of the episode, this is absolutely the right version, and so all is right in the world. Ahead of Robinson Crusoe was a track from 1998 by Eddie Flashing Folk's Soul Train that was released on the Northwest England-based Paper Recordings label, an imprint that I have numerous records on and whose slightly skew-if view of house music was always at least interesting and often brilliant. And up next, a stunning example of the lo-fi indie aesthetic I spoke about in the intro, Art Vandalay by DuckTales from 2011, released on his gorgeous Arcade Dynamics album.
You make sausages, Finger Mouse. And Flash, you make balls. <laughs> I'm a sausage factory. Finger Mouse, Finger Mouse. I'm a sort of sausage mouse. Press on, press in, press down.
galaxy signaling in binary. I got a signal back. But I only know enough binary to ask where the bathroom is. You speak English? I do now. Some kind of galactic computer? Possible. I am user-friendly, my good chum. Who built you? I have always been. Oh my god! Are you god? Possible. I do feel compassion for all living things, my good chum. thinking binary unless you're not God but the remains of a computerized space probe that collided with God that seems probable so do you know what I'm gonna do before I do it yes what if I do something different then I don't know that. Cool, cool, cool. I bet a lot of people play to you, huh? Yes, but there are so many asking so much. After a while, you just sort of tune it out. You know, I was God once. Yes, I saw. You were doing well until everyone died. It was awful. Helping them, but in the end, couldn't do them any good. Do you think what I did was wrong? Right and wrong are just words. What matters is what you do. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked if what I did. Oh, forget it. Being God isn't easy. If you do too much, people get dependent on you. Nothing, they lose hope. You have to use a light touch, like a safe cracker or a pickpocket. Or a guy who burns down a bar for the insurance money. Yes, if you make it look like an electrical thing. When you do things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all. Does that mean you wouldn't send me back to Earth? Even if I prayed to you? Which way is that? I don't know. No.
So you may have noticed and arguably been overjoyed that I did a bit less track recapping than in usual episodes, and that's because I simply didn't feel there was an appropriate moment in the flow of the music in the second half to do one. I had loads to say but really did feel that less was more in this case, and whilst I appreciate that may go against the grain a little, I hope you can understand the decision. The full track listing can be found, as always, in the episode notes depending on what sort of device you're listening on, and also on the website, threadwork.net. But that is pretty much all we have time for in this television-inspired instalment of Threadwork. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, etc, etc if you like the podcast. Sharing it with others would go down well too. Huge thanks as always go to Producer Pod for production wizardry. And we'll be back in December for the penultimate episode of 2018. So until then, have a pretty, pretty, pretty good fortnight. And we'll catch you next time for episode 19. Cheers. Mm-hmm.